Jesus came and told his disciples, I have been given all authorities in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit teaches these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. And be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Thanks, Meg. Good work. Go next. Yeah, you go next. Just, yeah, absolutely. Christ, the eternal word, John chapter 1. In the beginning, the word already existed. The word was with God, and the word was God. He existed in the beginning with God. God created everything through him, and nothing was created except through him. The word gave life to everyone that was created, and his life brought light to everything. So the word became human and made his home among us. He was full of unfailing love and faithfulness and we have seen his glory, the glory of the Father's one and only Son. No one has ever seen God, but the unique one, who is himself God, is near to the Father's heart. He has revealed God to us. The birth of Jesus the Messiah, chapter, Matthew chapter one, verse 18 to 23. This is how Jesus the Messiah was born. His mother, Mary, was engaged to be married to Joseph, but before the marriage took place, while she was still a virgin, she became pregnant through the power of the Holy Spirit. Joseph, to whom was engaged, she was engaged, was a righteous man did not, and did not want to disgrace her publicly. So he decided to break the engagement quietly. As he considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Joseph, son of David, the angel said, Do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife. For the child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit, and she will have a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All of this occurred to fulfill the Lord's message through his prophet. Look, the virgin will conceive a child, and she will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. Thanks so much, girls, and Luke, fantastic. All right, so we've come to the point where we're just going to watch a special video that the kids have put together, and uh, would you like to turn your attentions to the screens? Thank you. Is there a few of those words in there the kids are talking about that you never heard of? <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> There's some big words, but they're big concepts. But we've had great fun um, learning about all those things. It's, uh, it's amazing when you actually look at uh, look at what the Bible tells us about God. There is so many things that we can unpack. Um, and every single one of them uh, is good. Um, and God is good. And so, as, I've, as you've noticed, our little theme is when we're talking about what God is, as we have been for the most of the year... Um, we're today, in the light of Christmas that's coming up, we're talking about how God is with us. And so that is an interesting concept that we wanted to have a little bit of an explore right now. And so we heard just before in the Bible reading that the angel told Joseph to name his son Jesus, all right? Because Jesus means uh, God saves, that he would save, uh, he, 
he would actually save these people from their sins. So isn't it, isn't, it, isn't it really cool that he could have a name that actually means something? So does anyone, does anyone here have a name that they know it, it means something? Yeah? What does Thomas mean? Twin. That's okay. I'm Scott. Doesn't mean I'm Scottish, unfortunately. <laughs> but that's cool. It does, it does mean something. Yeah? What does your name mean? Gift of God. Yes. It's awesome. That's awesome. Yes. What's your name mean? Fair. Yes. Excellent. I didn't know that. You learn something new every day. Does anyone else? Yeah? Bent nose. Is that what Cameron means? Unfortunate. Unfortunate. And we don't like to take responsibility for that one. <laughs> All right. Has anyone got like a really awesome name that uh, they, uh, like a meaning to their name that's totally out there? Like better than Scottish? Anyone? Son of Harry. Yes. <laughs> Not the son of Harry. All right. It's, you got your love names that don't actually <laughs> add up. Yes. Horses. Yes. Phil Hippos. Yes. <laughs> That's a good one. Yes. The wind. Winged. Wow. That's awesome. Wait, I have to wait a bit longer to get your wings. That's all right can be prophetic. That's okay. That's okay. So Jesus has this name, God saves. It's the same name as Joshua, by the way, if you were wondering. If any, you know anyone called Joshua, that's, it means exactly the same thing. So, but didn't you notice in the, in the Bible reading about how it said that the virgin would give birth to a son and they would call him Emmanuel? Have you ever no- wondered why, why, didn't Jesus, why didn't Joseph call his son Emmanuel instead of Jesus? I mean, I know some people called Emmanuel. There's a lot of them in the world. Is there, isn't that sort of seem strange? Well, it's, um, it's actually quite kind of cool because Jesus has an amazingly big number of names we find if we look through the Bible. Um, I wanted to illustrate this to you because um, you might notice that um, when, we, when we come to our kids' programs a lot of the time, we have name tags. We put our names on so we know who we are. Um, would anyone like to come up and pretend to be Jesus for the next sort of sort of three minutes or four minutes? We actually might need a big person because Jesus has a lot of names. We might need someone with a lot of body space to stick all these on. <laughs> who has who has a big body that we might be able, that might be able to step up? Step up, Aaron. Come on, you know you want to. <laughs> because now. Jesus has a lot of names in the Bible. Every single one of these names is from the Bible. And if you want the Bible reference, come and tell me later. But, hello, my name is Jesus. All right. So, let's just pretend that Aaron is Jesus for the moment. But Jesus also has the name Advocate in the Bible. He also has the name Alpha and Omega. We've seen that one in the Bible a few times. What about... Apostle of profession. Has anyone ever heard that one? That's in the Bible. What about atoning sacrifice? That's, a, that's in there as well. He's the atoning sacrifice and the author of life. We're going alphabetical order if you haven't noticed. He's the author and perfecter of our faith. Thank God for that because I wouldn't be a very good author. He's a blessed ruler. A blessed ruler as well. He is the bread of life. He called himself that one. So, and we're up to the bees. He is the chief... <laughs> Cornerstone. We might need to get a turn around pretty soon. Uh, Chief Shepherd. He's a lot of chiefs. Good thing there's a lot of Indians. He's also the Christ. Anyone ever thought, maybe Christ is his surname? 
No, it's one of his titles. So, creator. He's a creator. We heard that through the reading today. He made all things. He's also a deliverer. Where can I go now? He is the everlasting father. That is also in Isaiah, as, uh, as we, f- um, we can read. If, you, if Maria wants to read that one up, you're now Isaiah. Faithful and true witness. He is the faithful and true. That comes out of Revelation. Firstborn from the dead. All right, so... <laughs> Firstborn from the dead and the, gr- and the great high priest. So, <laughs> these aren't really sticky. It won't take off hair, don't worry. Unless you wash. If you, has anyone ever put these through the wash and forgot to take them off their kids' clothes? Don't do that. Don't do that. Take these off before you wash your clothes. Here's the head of the church. Whoa. And here's the... Oh, take that one. He's the heir of all things. We are co-heirs with him. Here's the holy one. We saw in the video about how he's holy. God is holy. He's the hope of glory. That's in a song I like. He's the horn of salvation. That's an interesting one. Horn of salvation. The great I am. That's Jesus. And the image of God. We're all made of the image of God, but he's the image of the invisible God, it says in the Bible. And he's the king eternal. He's the king of the Jews. He's the king of kings. He's the king of ages. He is the lamb of God. Oh, now I've lost my... Um, American preacher. Now, he's the last Adam. The last Adam. Because we are all under the first Adam. He's the last Adam. The light of the world. Good song about that too. The lion of Judah. God's like a lion. How cool is that? A lion. Living one. He's the living one. He died. He's never going to die again. He's the Lord of all. He is the Lord of glory. Here we go. I'm on a roll again. He's the Lord of lords. Uh, He is the man from heaven. He is the mediator. He is the mighty God. He is the morning star. Where else can we go? Ah, Jesus. (sighs) Mary and Joseph had a big job, didn't they? He is the offspring of David and Mary and Joseph. He is a husband. That is a good one to think about if you're a man. He is the protector. He is the redemption. Where else can we go, Aaron? He is the redemption. Turn around so we can see you. Thank you. He is righteousness. All right, we've got a bit more space here. All right, are we up to ours? The power of God. He is the prince of peace. He is the resurrection and the life. Down the arms. He is the righteous branch. He is the rock. Move over, Dwayne Johnson. He is the Saviour. We heard that in a song today. He is the Son of God. Very big one there. He is the Son of Man. That was his favourite name for himself, actually. If he'd he'd named himself, he would have called himself the Son of Man. He is the true light. He is the vine, a true vine. He is just straight out the truth and the way and the life. But I didn't put those ones in. He is the wis- wisdom of God, as we can see in the Old Testament. He's the wonderful counsellor, Prince of Peace, and he is <sighs> the Word of God. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Aaron. <laughs> Don't put that stuff through the wash. All right. So, isn't it awesome that Jesus is so many things? He is amongst all of those things. He is 
Emmanuel. He is God with us. And so that is, that is an awesome thing to think about because what is so special about God being with us? Because, you know, you can say, you know, God, we saw in the video before that God is omnipotent. He's omnipresent. He's omniscient. He's, in a way, he's always with us. He's everywhere. But when we, when we think about it, I like to think about it in this way, which the kids can uh, probably uh, um, relate with a little bit more, and us in a way as well. But um, it says in the Bible that no one's ever seen God. But the unique one, I didn't actually have a sticker for that one. Hang out, I'll get you one later. The unique one, that's Jesus, who is himself God, is near to the Father's heart and he's revealed God to us. And we heard that in the reading just before. So God is in heaven. He's sitting on a throne in unapproachable light. If we had a mere glimpse of him, we would die. We, would be, we are completely unable to look at him and to be in his presence in his fullness. And that's a problem for us because we actually want to be with God. He is, the, he is the source of life. He is the source of our life, and we want to be with Him. But the problem is that we're separated from Him. So the good thing about God being with us is He came to us. We don't have to go to Him to begin with. And so, and I, I like to think about it this way, He got on our level. And so this, the kids can probably deal with this a little bit better. So isn't it nice? Actually, um, just, well, let's, let's illustrate this. Um, by way of God being a father. Hey, Lukey boy, can you just come over here? I'll do this with Lukey because this might go bad if I do it with anyone else. How are you over here, mate? So this is, this is my son, Lucas. We have a good relationship, don't we? Yes, good. So what I'm about to do <laughs> might be, this is, we're going to pretend, okay? We're going to pretend and I'm going to see which God that you would like better, all right? I'm going to pretend to be God and you're going to pretend to be just a, a normal person just going about your daily business, but you're like all muddy and you're all messy and you are just in a sad, lonely place, okay? All right, so this is how God could have come to us, okay? So he could have, he could have come down from heaven like this. What do you think you're doing? Like that. Does anyone think God sometimes might have done that in the past? He came down in thunder on the mountain. How did that make you feel? A bit scared and sad. Yeah. But, but God with us, Emmanuel, God came like this. What's going on, man? <laughs> Isn't it much better if we actually get on each other's level? Like, God could have stood over us like a big bully because he's got the right to. He's much better than us. He's much bigger than us, much more powerful. But he got, done, got down on our level and he relates to us on our level, which is awesome. Don't you think that's a cool thing? Yeah. So isn't that cool? Thank you very much, Lukey. Very good. Very good. It's, it's so cool that God comes to our level, isn't it? Like he, he set aside his eternal, omnipotent, omniscient, all his, all his attributes that separate him from us because we are so low. And he put them off, came down to our level as Jesus. And that's why Jesus got that one other title, Emmanuel, at Christmas time. Does that make sense? Is that all good? Let's pray, and we'll thank God that he comes down to our level. <coughs> Dear God, thank you so much that you have revealed yourself to us through Jesus. <coughs> thank you that you are all-powerful, all-knowing, everywhere. Thank you that you are merciful and you are good and you are gracious. And thank you so much that Jesus 
shows us what you're like on our level. And we think about that this Christmas, whenever we hear the term Emmanuel, that we remember that you are with us and you're on our level and you love us. In the name of Jesus, amen. All right, I'd like to invite the band up. We're going to sing one more song before we close. And it's going to be a fun song, getting the Christmas spirit. So pretend you've got some jingle bells on, all right? (laughs) All right. And just before we do that, though, I'd just like to say a big thank you to all the leaders who have served in in the kids' department this year. I'm not going to name everyone because there's like about 35 of you and it's nearly half the church. So um, I, would, I won't uh, have another massive list of names that I'll go through. But I'd just like to thank you. You have blessed the parents, the kids and the church community so well. And uh, I appreciate it greatly. It's been wonderful to work with you. And the fact that the kids are here having fun and they are learning about God is testament to the fact that you're putting in your time and blessing them as well. So thank you, leaders. Thank you, parents, for getting on board with whatever we're doing. And thank you for, uh, for the, all the excellent work that you've done getting kids to church and getting, getting them involved in everything we've been doing. We really appreciate it. And so, um, once again, we'd just like to say Merry Christmas from the kids' ministry. And we would like to uh, invite you to stay around afterwards for some yummy food that the kids have prepared as well. All right, I'll hand over to the band. Thank you very much.